At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Tonight on an all-new OK Talk. There's millions of starving children in Africa. Isn't it selfish to keep him as a pet? Okay, so hey, this is Seth Breedlove. Clint wanted me to record a message to tell people how great OK Talk is. I don't have time for this crap. Um, it's it's a decent show. Uh, Clint and Matt are, are definitely guys that host a radio show, and Matt is the good-looking one. Uh, but you, you, you definitely should check it out if you have, like, a spare hour. Um, so, so thanks. This is Seth. Small Town Monsters. Okay, talk. Bye. You can imagine a fucking tiger being with legs coming out of the top of its head and, and penis hands that it walks on. You know, that's not real. You know, and to that being, that tiger being with legs on its head and penis hands that it walks on, that's just my imagination. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Um, and we go in, and I looked at the wall, and there was like a little piece of paper stuck on the wall, Ooh. right? And I said, what's this here? So I wandered over, right? Got right up close to it, and somebody had wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> somebody had wrote it? Oh. Some, somebody had wrote it. Right, go, yeah, go on, so, sorry. sorry somebody, uh, something like, need nappies, dummy, right? Uh, blankets, blah, blah, all this, like, all stuff for, like... And I turned it over, right, and it said, none of this now needed, baby dead. <laughs> right. Now that's weird, isn't it? into on a couple of occasions that we've run into that that Facebook ad or the Google ad business where it's like reading your fucking mind. So on a couple of different occasions this happened. Mm-hmm. One we were in the mall and in this makeup store Sephora. Megan was buying like a gift for somebody. Sure. And we were just looking around at different products and one of the things like I mean they've got I don't know 5,000 different products in there or something like that. It's huge. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's like a a clearinghouse for... It's like the Costco for makeup or something like that. They just got all sorts of shit in there. They had these new things out that were... They looked like it was... I don't know. I guess perfume or something like that. But it was in like a Windex bottle. That's what it looked like. like that's what the bottle looked like. Was a, It had like a trigger sprayer. They're they fucking stupid looking. And we were looking... We We held them. I don't even think we said what they were. We just held them in our hands and we're looking at these and like, these are fucking dumb. And they they have a whole bunch of them. And no lie, I'm telling you, that night, Megan was seeing ads pop up 
for those those mm-hmm. products. And I'm like, well, maybe you know. I did mean, you, did you look on your phone for it? No, not yeah. at all. It was it's not totally off the mic, man. But I don't even know how they did that because we weren't like, oh, this brand. It was Locator? just. Locator. That's the only thing I can think of is like it knew we were in Sephora mm-hmm. and maybe it's a new product or something like that. Yeah, I mean, if you've allowed it to know your location, then yeah. there you go. Yeah. So there's something in the store that triggered it, which probably. <clears throat> like that doesn't bother me as much as the microphone stuff, but like that story that came out about the family that Alexa recorded a conversation oh, right. while the family was in the and bathroom and then emailed it to somebody. Like, get out of here! You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other time, to- the other thing that happened was Megan has these um, like old ass pair of sandals that they've worn down and they have like they're starting to they're about to there's about to be a hole in them. It didn't say this brand whatever sandal it is i don't know what kind of reef i think not this pair just i need to get a new pair of these and i'm not kidding like a day later of an ad for that specific like the new whatever the new model of those sandals pops up in her in her feed and she's like i never looked for them i never searched for them Mm -mm. like i was just gonna go to the store and buy some whenever i found them the perfume one i can explain away by saying it knew we were in the mall. It could kind of tell that we were in the whatever. You can tell what store you're in, basically, because the mall is on Google Maps, basically. Like, the inside of the mall is on Google. I don't know if you've ever seen that. What mall? There's malls? North Park. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, if you... But a, a lot of malls have this. Like, if you zoom in on the mall, it'll show you, like, the map inside the mall. Like, here's where the Dillard's is. Here's where's the... Oh, wow. Okay. Like, here's where the Claire's is or whatever you. like that. So, it, it can tell, like, by your location what store you're in. The fact that it was that product out of all the other ones was a little weird, but I assume it was just new. The sandals thing is bizarre to me because we never once said, we need to get a new pair of sandals. We need to get a new pair of this brand. It's strange. You sure she didn't just? She says she didn't search it. Now I don't know. I mean, I guess right. she could have, but she claims to not to have not. But dude, it's at the it. point now where Jim was complaining the other day about, you know, we're on these work computers or whatever, and he, I don't know what he bought on Amazon, but he was like, "Man, I fucking hate that every time I buy something on Amazon, every damn website I go to has that product on it." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, Jim, right up in here ain't with the place to buy your dildos or whatever. This is, you know, <laughs> you need to do that on your own computer." Because it's going to show up. Yeah, I, I'm tripped out by the microphone thing. The locator stuff, you can't stop it. Yeah. Can't even hope to contain it at this point. But that's just part of life now, it seems like. It's the little things that we've given up. Yeah. It's part of it. The AI thing is just completely out of control. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't know what else to say other than that's what that is, right? Like, that's AI shit, right? Yeah. This is what made me think of Danny LaPlante, oddly enough, a serial killer, right? Oh, is, is this the uh, the psycho AI? Yeah. The ink blot pictures used to reveal how an AI called Norman was trained to think like a psychopath. So it's basically a Rorschach test, right? These ink blot pictures reveal just how terrifying a psychopathic machine called Norman was trained to think. The AI, named after Hitchcock's Norman Bates in the 1960s film Psycho. That's your first problem. Right. (laughs) Don't give it that name. Don't name it Chucky. Was trained on disturbing images of death culled from a group on Reddit. As part of the same study, another normal AI was trained on more benign images of cats, birds, and people. Both Norman and the regular AI were then shown inkblot 
drawn images used by psychologists to better understand a person's state of mind and then asked to interpret them. On one of the drawings where a normal AI saw a close-up of a wedding cake on a table, Norman's interpretation was much more sinister of, quote, a man being killed by a speeding driver. (laughs) The psychopathic algorithm was created by a team to see what training AI on data from the dark corners of the net would do to its worldview. It highlights the idea that the data we use to train AI is reflected in the way the AI perceives the world and how it behaves. Just, we'll get back to that. Mm -hmm. Just imagine what I just said. The the AI is reflected in the way that it perceives the world by how it is taught. On one of the ink blots, Norman reported, man gets pulled into a dough machine. (laughs) A dough machine? Yeah, it's so specific. Whereas a normal AI (laughs) saw a black and white photo of a small bird. Okay. The image is shown to Norman... (laughs) What do you see in that? Uh, I mean, to me, the like the it looks like a couple of lizards on the outside, maybe. Okay, I see those. Yeah, I also see like, like in an acorn or something. S- like a, I also see kind of skull man pointy head. Yeah, I and really, I was gonna say I see a shaman. Okay, so maybe that speaks to my worldview. Shaman and a couple um, of lizards. This one is man is shot dead in front of screaming <laughs> wife. That was like two clowns or something to me. Like, I, I, There's the man gets pulled into the dough machine. We'll have to post these in uh, yeah. show notes because it's terrifying. And, is, I, and I think that when you're talking about... So it bothers me, number one, how close to the human condition it is. That if you raise a child to hate... Right. You know, from a young age, that that's the way that it's going to Like, whatever work. you put in that's, is going to be expressed in some way. Right. But it's more disturbing to me that this AI, they learn things on this exponential level that's hard to even compute. Yeah. Then it's like, how hard is it to create the stormtroopers? And what does that mean? You're teaching it. Does that just mean you just, like... That's the image you put into the machine? Well, Does the machine have to have like its machine eyes held open as in a clockwork orange to make right. sure that it doesn't look away from the horrific images? Yeah, so this stuff starts to... I mean, obviously this is like pretty heavy in pop culture right now. Like there's a lot, a lot of uh, movies and TV shows, you know, things like Westworld that are, that are tackling these subjects of like what is our... What is our morality when it comes to what what we do with AI? Would those, if a scientist or a researcher were to do that to a child, right? To sit a child in front of a bunch of violent imagery for a long time. You'd be locked up, man. Right. You would say that's pretty immoral. But we're at the point right now where you can do that to an artificial intelligence. You can do whatever you want to to that robot. Yeah, exactly. And don't bother me none. Like, my fear with some of this stuff is... I feel like it's very easy that we're going to hit a tipping point where we create something that we can't uncreate. We can't get the genie. At some point, the genie cannot be put back in the bottle. Right. And so, like, is it this experiment? Is it is it an experiment 20 years from now where we're dealing with an actual physical being that we're, that we're teaching something? And then it's like, oh, shit, shut it off. 
but we can't shut it off. And it's going around seeing people getting pulled into dough machines. Like that's um, exactly what I thought. That's what I thought that the the dinosaur hypothesis was. Uh, this, I mean, other people may have speculated it, and the reason that you've heard it before, listener, is because I've said it. Uh-huh. But that I just assumed that what happened was humans evolved to a point where we could create dinosaurs and then they killed us and that's the extinction event that's why we don't show up on the same timeline as it were (laughs) okay but now i mean that's the same yeah it's the same theory it's using technology to create something that would destroy you and now i would think even the dinosaur would fear norman I, i i imagine so I, I mean, I think, our, yeah, I think our biggest problem with this stuff is going to be our own uh, hubris, I guess you would call it. Our own, our own, this idea that whatever we create, we can control. I think right now it's probably true, but I think 10, 15, 20 years from now, I don't know that that's going to be true. And I don't know that we're going to know it when it, until we get there. You know what I mean? I think we're going to think we're totally in control until, like Jurassic Park, shit goes out of control. And then we're like, well, we should have seen this coming from a mile away, but we didn't. You don't watch Westworld, do you? No. I'm about to catch up, though. Well, I want to mention one thing, which is not really a spoiler, but um, it, it, it was an interesting thing that they that they put into uh, this most recent episode, which was about the like the Native American tribe that they have in the show. And they put a lot of stuff in there that calls back to like actual Native American myths. So these... AI Native Americans are seeing the actual people come up from the ground, take people away, go back underground, and they're not knowing how to process it. So they start creating these myths about them where they're like, there are people who live underground, Mm. our people go down there, and they come back changed or something like that. Oh, that's really cool. Um, So I'm like, that's the ant people or whatever. But like, it's, it's fascinating when you look at it in the context of this is an AI that's trying to understand... Something that is not programmed in them, but they're oh, wow. still going to create a fiction about it and try to express that in some way. They're going to try to process it. So they're going to create, like, we're going we're gonna to create AI that creates its own culture and things like that. I was, lis- I was just listening to a story about a, a Facebook AI that they had created to, um, I don't know, it was, it was like communicating with each other. Like, they had to create a couple of AIs that were communicating with each other for some research. It quickly started using shorthand that the re- the people who made it couldn't understand. Like, these two AIs talking to each other quickly started talking in their own language that we couldn't we couldn't interpret what the, what it meant. But they created a shorthand of their own. Like, damn it, that and so computer they sh- knows pig Latin. <laughs> so they, sh- they shut it down. They turned it off. By the way, that's the most terrifying photograph. That's, I, that's I don't, awful. I don't know where it came from. And <laughs> every time I see it, sort of out of focus, I think of Dobby. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. It is reminiscent of that. But then it is very much not Dobby. <laughs> so it it is funny. Just speaking of that, the, the the pig thing, and the reason that it's in there is the 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 Maryland gubernatorial candidate who claimed that Donald Trump was a demented pig <laughs> demon. Uh-huh. I've been rewatching The Wire. Mm-hmm. That's my TV at the moment. And it's good. By the way, we were having a meeting up here every month or so. They'll just be like, hey, how's the show going? Like in the meeting. What's the show? This show. Oh. Like they they ask, like a lot of people ask about it. I forgot. And they were like, when when you, 
get into 100 episodes because they want to throw like a party or something up here just to celebrate. And I was like, well, that's cool. I said, we're not far. I mean, we're at like 94 or something like that, 95, I think. And then I started thinking back like of all the, just like the breadth of topics that we've discussed because someone there hadn't heard of it and they were asking what's the show about and I'm like I don't even know how to tell you dude what it's the, the most about. fucking daunting thing of yeah, all time I, I don't I don't know what to say uh, if you don't have the it's easy if you have the coast to coast touchstone because I'm like it, it's like that like like it's kind of like that as far as like what we what we discuss but then again it isn't and obviously things like ghosts and Bigfoot are, are prime topics but it's not just that I was having this very conversation the other night because um, we had our book club meeting last week. Read The Cosmic Serpent. Fascinating. You familiar? Mm-mm. The Cosmic Serpent is basically the idea that the double helix that is DNA yep. is represented in cultures throughout time in all corners of the globe, yep. be it spiral staircases or snakes but yeah i was having the discussion of i'm an outspoken guy at this thing right i'm you know talk a little bit (laughs) drop some knowledge on some folks and trying to explain how terrifying it is to explain to people that i don't know right i'm i met 10 people the other night yeah and they all by the end of it they want to know What's up with the, your podcast? I'm like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and I'm extremely proud of what we do. And then I'm sitting there staring. One of these people, they're important. Some of these people, right? And I think again about the whole. Well, if you listen to something that we did not long ago, you may listen to it, and you may be like, "Dude, what the fuck's wrong with that guy?" Yeah. That's weird. I don't know. I guess I just shouldn't care. But like when I get in that moment where I actually like have to speak on it, I generally just have to adopt the, hey man, you know, if you give it a chance, I think you'll dig it. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we should make an episode <laughs> where we like call, not like a best of, but kind of like, a, you know, it's the disc that we would put on the satellite rocket that we would fire. Into yeah. The like here's what the show's about. Right. If, Here's our masthead or whatever you want Because I think about that shit all the time. Like, if we died tomorrow, <laughs> this shit that we're doing, it will live into infamy. Yeah. There will be AI programs that will immediately be able to call it from the bottoms. <clears throat> but, I mean, look at what we do. We have the worst name for a podcast of all time. I don't really think that, but I'm like, you can't garner anything about what we're saying. You know, the Brian Brown from the NAWAC way back when joked uh-huh. around about... This OK Talk podcast doesn't have anything to do with Oklahoma. <laughs> we're talking about us. It has, we have nothing. To, you, you know, you, you can't yeah. garner what we're talking about. Like our logo doesn't give it away. Right? Yeah. If you're just in iTunes and you see that shit. Our description of our podcast. I was thinking the other day how terrible that is. It's awful. Thought leaders of the media <laughs> discuss was- topics often overlooked. I mean, this is generic. Yeah. Yeah, it's awful. We should probably revisit that at some point. I think that I want to start changing the description of the podcast every so often. <laughs> just random quotes. Yeah. Because sometimes the reviews of our podcast 
crack me up more than as terms of like here's what these people are doing yeah but you definitely realize that i mean it may be with like four or five people but people were putting reviews in itunes just labeled (laughs) (laughs) and what does it mean like what does that mean to somebody finding the show if i if i were to say oh hey uh, search the show and they and they find these reviews and they're like what in the hell is this about yeah here's a review that are all dildos <laughs> bolton yeah I, I was i mean i was having this conversation just today because someone said that they uh they had ordered ordered a shirt and um i was like that's really cool I, I i appreciate that and they were talking about how much they loved the logo like it's very striking uh and i heard that from another person who wore our shirt out in public and said i got nothing but like people just kept coming up to me and saying, "What is that?" Oh, that's badass! And and know, dude, if you don't know, by the way, that's Daniel, Danny Tolhurst. And if um, I'm at some point, I'm gonna have to put this shit on her website. If anybody wants to run a website, <laughs> I'm just telling Please. you right now, folks. You can, you can, right now, this is the ground entry level floor of a company like, oh, I don't know, Facebook or Starbucks. Yeah. You can get in on this shit we will, real easy. We will collect your data, people. Real easy. Do you realize how much we would get done if we had people helping? Oh, God. Crushing it. I'm, I like, I think about that all the time about how we've managed to get this far in spite of ourselves sometimes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like me going online and randomly posting episodes in the dark corners of the world where apparently I've seen too much racism on uh-huh. those kind of places. Uh, but yeah, I was I was talking to her about it and she was like, I love the logo. I love and, and she, she said, I love the name. I don't hear that a lot. You know, I don't I don't hear people say that a lot. It means something to us, but it doesn't mean anything to anybody. What does it what does it mean? But she there's said, even a review that says yeah. what is the name trying to say? But, but she said it's just very very simple, but also evocative in a way, and uh, I I appreciate that. But um, what are we doing? I don't know. It's I, it should be evident that I, I look at some of these other shows and like their names are so descriptive or like clearly somebody sat down and said what are people going to be searching for whenever they. Or searching but for you know what? a show. That's where, that's where our shit is genius. I don't want to give this trick away even. So, <laughs> for instance, May 23rd, 2018, the username looks like someone just leaned on a keyboard. It's like VGHKGTNVVJMVCHBVGB. <laughs> Five stars. I don't know, dude, but I heard Capenzi talking about prostate health down by the Trinity River. <laughs> yeah, people are putting gags in the in the bits, reviews. Bits in the reviews, and I'm, I fully... I, I love it. No, I support I love it that too, 100%. Man. I love it, too. Hilarity ensues. Boom goes the dynamite. Great yeah. show. Thank you, Steve3474. I think that this is the one that cracks me up the most, and this is from someone find me a Nick. Okay. Do you like to be entertained? Do you like things that are creepy? What about things that are humorous? Do you like your serving of creepy to be infused with a pinch of humor? If you answered yes to any of these questions and your panties aren't in too tight a wad, you will probably enjoy this podcast. Matthew and Clinton are clearly two close friends who have a lot of fun together. You will laugh with them. You will tremble in fear too. 
mayhap, I love that, <laughs> mayhap, you will even cry at times. I haven't, but you might. <laughs> I have to be brutally honest. Sometimes episodes will be months apart, and you'll wonder if the boys have given up. You'll begin to count the days between episodes. You'll worry that the ghost in the hotel or the Lake Worth monster finally won. Then on a Saturday afternoon, you'll check for a new episode, and it'll be there, new and glorious, and you will know what true happiness feels like. There's just one Bolton question mark says hello. <laughs> I, that, that, that review you just read is one of my favorites. If, if I were to, if someone were to ask me what is the show about, I, was, I would send them that. Because I love the way that it distills what we're about in, in a way that's, I, I don't think it gives too much away, but it doesn't pin us down either. Yeah, I don't know. I've had this problem when, when people ask me what's your, like, what's the best episode? Because they'll say, what what should I, episode should I start on? And you, normally I'd be like, number one, start from the beginning and, and go. Because part of it is just the going along on the ride. But I also want to put our best foot forward. So I struggled to... When was the last time that you listened to that episode? The first one? I don't remember. Probably not long after it came out. I haven't gone back and listened to a lot of them. Most of them. Uh, a couple of them I've gone back and listened to. The one I always point people to is is the the devil's creek interview because that's one that a lot of people bring up to me as that shit was next level just because of the, like the audio and like the interview that we did and i think i think all of it was like hitting on all cylinders yeah it's great man um it's great and it's one it's one of the ones where you're going to hear stuff that you're not going to hear anywhere else i think it kind of pisses people off that they don't know more about all that all i can say is that like I mean, there isn't more to know, right? Like, well, really? They, they, there actually, I mean, there actually is a lot more to know. I just can't speak on it yet. Well, yeah, there's nothing. And, that, and all I can say is that it's just like with everything else, you know. They dropped Star Wars mm-hmm. 78. You're going to have to wait a little bit till you get <laughs> the sequel, baby. The sequel, you know. like, And also, we're talking about, like, great mysteries of the world aren't solved overnight. And the, yeah. the please, and I've noticed. I've noticed some of the people that were like in it, in it at that point, and that, that I don't hear from them, you know, like or I just don't see them around. Yeah. And then randomly I'll just see something from them on Facebook. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I wonder what's up with that, you know? Yeah. All I can say is the, it's not intentional. Have folks been up there recently that you know of? Somebody lives there, man. Well, right. No, like somebody lives there. Do you uh, no. remember what I told you about the people that live there? Yes. No, I thought we talked about that on the air. A little bit. Somebody's renting it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they have a d- distinct connection? Yes. With the place? Yeah. Yeah. Are they continuing research? Or are they continuing like recording stuff up there? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Nor do they need to. I do. Before I forget, because my phone's going to go off, I do just want to say that I saw this. This was about a year ago, mm-hmm. and I want to holler at Jay Spleen. <laughs> like, I really appreciate your review. It's like, great show, easy to listen to, great topics. It's like sitting around your living room laughing and talking with some friends. If you have friends that are into some crazy crap. Problem is, 
if it's a great show, why was it a four-star review? <laughs> uh, honestly, I think he fat-fingered that thing. Yeah. But oh, we'll Jay give him Spleen. the benefit of the doubt. Jay Spleen. No, everyone needs to go back. Create fake accounts. I'm kidding, but I'm not. And I'm seriously kidding, not. You don't even have the iTunes app any longer. Do you not? I do not. No. It's so frustrating. I can't even <laughs> figure out how to figure. Like, I have the other one, but I don't like it either. I don't like it either. Which one? Overcast? Yeah, but it's like you can create playlists, but it's like once you listen to something, it goes away. I think you can set it to not do that, but. Frustrating. I, I delete stuff as soon as I listen. It's to almost it. like we did ads for the Podbean app, or <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, but not everybody's on the Podbean app. Not everybody's on any. I mean, once the iTunes, like I just assume if you have an Android, it's a free for all. But yeah. now it's like people who have i have iPhones. I need to get a hold of somebody. What is the deal with? How could you fuck the podcast app up on your phone? I don't even. I'm waiting for the day for somebody to tell me that they've redesigned it and made it better. Because I'd, I'd happily go back to it, but I just I couldn't stand the way it was the way it was working. It's like I can't even figure out what is in my queue. Right. I can't figure it out. Yeah, it's it used not to be intuitive. able to hit something and it would show you what is queued. Like here's what you have downloaded. Here are all the episodes. Or just like here is what is gonna play after what you have play yeah and i could go with the run of like man i want to get those okay talk episodes out of there because in the middle of the night i don't want to have my shit bugged out like that because this show is scary sometimes <laughs> we need to do this at some point but like one of my favorite things is the because i never listened to this shit back in the day but then i started to once i started to meet some of these people i go and listen to old bigfoot podcasts mm -hmm. like blog talk radio shit right yeah so they're randomly, because, mainly because I'm trying to call information or something, I'm subscribed to some weird, weird, random shows that haven't been around in years and years and years, and they're terrible. Like, the audio quality is terrible. Terrible, right? <laughs> and I'm a huge NBA fan. I'm super keyed on that right now and the world cup starts thursday and because i'm a busy 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 fucking man i'm like paying attention to like i'm trying to get my world cup primer because mm -hmm. i'm off we ain't in it so what the fuck so i'm listening <laughs> no shit two nights ago i'm listening to like a brand spanking fucking new crispy clean professional podcast detailing like a preview of the world cup I wasn't even asleep. This is what's so sad. And I had it going through the Bluetooth and I was doing housework or whatever, walking around and it ended. I'm not shitting you, Matthew. It went from dope ass podcast about the world cup to a podcast from 2007 that sounded like it had been recorded via cups with a string attached <laughs> And I'm not, I'm not, li I'm, I'm not lying to you. They were talking about Melba Ketchum or something. <laughs> the worst thing I'd ever heard. And I yeah. thought to myself, like, damn, you know, sometimes I go to sleep with audio plan. What kind of horrible dreams am I invoking on myself where. Right. You start to hear that in the middle can, of the night. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, 
I was listening to a podcast the other day. I couldn't stop listening to it because the delay. There was like everything the one dude said the entire time. The entire time was on an echo. I was like playing through the other guy's speaker or something like that. It was insane. And you know, I remember now when we started how much of a driving factor that was for me to sound that, better than oh my god like yep. it's not even fair you know that reminded me of man of my roots i had that same attitude where it's like if there is a millisecond of echo, echo, echo or delay or delay around trying to figure out what, what is causing that or you know if we do stuff with video now so the video was off by i'm not kidding it was like it was off by 80 milliseconds or something like that which is nothing really i mean that's that's less than a tenth of a second but you could see it and i was like all right let's figure out how how and i've run into people who are just like whatever like doesn't matter what it looks like doesn't matter what it sounds like and i'm like i don't know how you operate like that i don't know how you do this and you don't give a shit about what things sound like or look like you know like i, I can't i can't think that way so yeah it drives me crazy to hear some of these old shows where it's like how do you put that out I mean, other than you just can't do it any other way. You don't know how to do it any other well, way. Well, I mean, I think a lot of those blog talk shows, they were just put. Yeah. You know what I mean? There. It's just like you did it and then whatever. But no, my favorite thing. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know why it's been so much easier to giggle at shit lately because this points at our Radio Wookery episode. is My favorite thing about those old <laughs> blog talk shows is the prank calls. I didn't realize they had a call-in line for some of that stuff. I guess that's part of blog talk. Right. Yeah. The number here, yeah. if you want to give us a call, is 829. <laughs> Just some random ass 726 number. 726-1562. There's one of them. <laughs> yeah. Bigfoot Tonight. Rest in peace to whoever in that show is dead. That show... There's so many, like, we could do... I love a, that name, we, by the way. We could do a week's episode on that podcast, like a week-long episode. <laughs> Breaking down Bigfoot tonight. Because they would have killer guests. Killer guests. This person's, like, in the middle of this great encounter story of, like, and then, suddenly, from out of the woods... Uh, Chuck, uh, just real quick, I'm sorry. Oh, what? And then they start interrupting each other, <laughs> and it's this weird delay... And it's like, uh, yeah, sorry, uh, Randy in the chat room just wants to know, uh, how often do you go out bigfooting? And the guy's like, uh, uh, I, I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, or hey, uh, right, there's no thought let's, given to structure. Let's take a all. call. You know, yeah. it's just right in the middle of it's like, <laughs> and there I was in the middle of the woods, and let's take a call. You know, the kind of crap, and I mean, forgive me for being a radio producer, but also just being a fan of radio. Like, that's the kind of shit, like, I would yell into the speaker as a child. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You don't ruin the man's story. You know, like, if you did that crap around a campfire, you know, like, yeah. that's hundreds just being of a years human ago, being. the caveman would have knocked you over the side of the head with a rock and been like, bitch. Shut up. We are talking about the ant people coming out of the ground. Yeah. <laughs> How else you going to learn anything unless you sit around and listen to me talk? And one of the dudes is interacting with the people online. So you can hear him, you know, in the background. Like then, answering people's comments and things like that? Yes. Yeah. And then taking calls. My God, the prank calls. 
I have a mark somewhere in an email because I started listening to it. I like couldn't stop. I texted Brian one day and I was like, dude, I was listening to a podcast of you from like eight years ago and they take some, they take they go to calls and there's a dude like telling an encounter story and then it's just like racial epitaph. I mean just <laughs> They do that to Will Jevning too. Oh my god. And you can tell when the kids are like tuned in on one because they're coming they're one after another right they're not letting up okay yeah. now and there was another show it's not that one i think that one was sasquatch watch radio it's another good name sasquatch watch <laughs> he would start giving the phone number out of the prank callers all right that was 214-69732q y'all have fun with that <laughs> Just like sicking the audience on them. Yes. I love that. Because it is gold. God, it's glorious. There's one during a Will Jevening episode of the Bigfoot Tonight show that is just. I mean, it is everything that that negative review of our show was trying to say that he had read and heard. Yeah. On Bigfoot. But actually, actually there. All right. So it's the OK Talk topic wheel, right? So today on the topic wheel, you get your choice to pick which one of these stories we're going to do first, right? Mm-hmm. One of them has to do with animals and or nature. One of them has to do with history. Okay. One of them has to do with religion and then a miscellaneous topic. Give me... History for 800. All right. History from 800. (laughs) The time Davy Crockett met Bigfoot, who (laughs) warned him about the Alamo. Bigfoot's so helpful. (laughs) Where is this from? Is this, like, recorded in history somewhere? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) The Texas Cryptid Hunter. Oh, nice. In 1835... Davy Crockett reportedly wrote a letter to his brother-in-law, Abner Bergen, telling him of a rather strange experience in the Mexican province of Texas just six months before Crockett was killed at the Battle of the Alamo. This is an excerpt from that letter. Okay. William and I were pushing through some thicket. Clearing the, is this a good Davy Crockett? I guess so. As good as any. It's Tennessee. I don't know. Maybe talk a little bit more. I saw my little dang old, dang old. I, I don't that. know if you want to get I was down here, maybe. William and I were pushing through the, some thicket, clearing the way. Maybe he's a little bit stronger in voice, because he's Davy Crockett, for God's sake. He's a legend. Give me some bass on the end of that, boy. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll tune it down here. Turn <clears throat> William and I were pushing through some thicket, clearing the way when I sat down to mop my brow. I sat for a spell, watching as William made his good and fine progress. I removed my boots and sat with my rations, thinking the afternoon a fine time to lunch. As the birds whistled and chirped, and I ate my small and meager ration, I tapped my axe upon the opposite end fell tree upon which I rested. I would not. Whether it was the axe's disturbance or possibly the heat of the sun, 
which caused an apparition to slowly form in front of my eyes. I know not. As a Christian man, I swear to you, Abe, that what spirit came upon me was a shape and shade of a large ape-man, the likes we might expect among the more bellicose and hostile Indian tribes in the territories. A shade formed into the most deformed and ugly countenance, covered in wild hair, small and needling eyes, large broken rows of teeth, and the height of three fondlings. I spit upon the ground bread which I chewed. The monster then addressed a warning to me. Abner, it told me to return from Texas, to flee this fort, and to abandon this lost cause. I began to question this, the creature spread upon the wind like the morning steam swirls off the frog pond. I swear to you, Abner, whatever meat or sausage disagreed with me that afternoon, I swore off all beef and hog for a day or so afterward. This is from Sasquatch Classics, the Davy Crockett incident, <laughs> via the Texas Krypton Hunter, via the Anomalous. I'd really love to know, I'd really love to see that letter. Or what, it doesn't say where he was? In Texas? Uh, yeah, it was in the Mexican province of Texas just six months before the Alamo. Well, it, but not where in Texas. He had he a coonskin cap, Matthew. I'm well aware. Who are you to disagree with his <laughs> countenance? I just love to know what part of Texas he was in. Was he in East Texas? Was he? As soon as I disagreed upon him, Bigfoot spread his wings and flew <laughs> like the fog off a frog pond. How about that? That's Bigfoot, a good story. The prophet. Yeah. He warned Davy. Flee. Flee ye from here. It's lost <laughs> this cause. lost cause. All right. So I'm not even, I don't think, really going to give you the chance to uh, answer the okay. next okay. one. You're no, the, wheel, for me. the wheel has the, been set. <laughs> the wheel has spoken and is set in time. Next up. <laughs> Rescued sacrificial rooster terrorizes neighborhood. <laughs> There are rescue dogs saved from abusive owners and placed in loving homes. Then there is Pio. He is a rescue rooster. He was doomed to die in a Santerian ceremony. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. You've angered. Just as his neck was about to be split, Pio's adoptive family swooped in. They persuaded the priest to sacrifice another animal, and they brought Pio home and set him free in the backyard. And this is where the sweet story of the pet rooster ends and the terror begins. <laughs> because sleep-deprived neighbors don't call the big white bird with the blood-red eyes by his nickname. They call him El Tarista, <laughs> the terrorist. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock could make a scary movie about him, said Michael Demazizari, <laughs> co-owner of Rincon Argentino Restaurant, where Pio struts up and down the outdoor diner's patio and sticks out his beak and demands food. That is one rogue rooster. I swear he got fangs. I told my customer that one of these days we're going to serve fried chicken. <laughs> or should I say fried rooster? Pio lives in Miami's Silver Bluff West neighborhood. He is not a res re reticent rooster. 
good band name, Reticent Rooster. Yeah. He likes to crow very early and very loudly as roosters are wont to do. He attacks dogs, cats, and even people whom he considers threats to his territory. Pio is cock of the walk on his once quiet block. The other day I heard the people screaming and I came outside and I saw them running down the street. They were being chased by the rooster, said Andrea Lozano, who lives two houses down from Pio. He's fast and aggressive. He harasses my dogs. He bites me right on the penis. Just kidding. He comes right up to my neighbor's glass door and pecks on it and aggressive. He also aggravates the cats. Demenzari has seen Pio sink his clawed feet into the back of an American bulldog. Lozano is afraid Pio might turn his sharp beak on her two young children next. <laughs> the noise is unbearable. I was up at 4.30 a.m. feeding my newborn in the rooster. He already crow. Usually he starts 5 a.m. He was early. He crows in the evening, too. Who crow in the evening? Pio's owner is apologetic. He didn't realize the rooster was known as the neighborhood bully. <laughs> He's taking measures, keeping Pio in the laundry room at night oh, and okay. in the early morning and pinning him in the patio during the day. We're trying to find a farm. In Hosted or Hanalish, they were taking, says Harry Zamora, who feeds Pio corn and rice. There's speculation that Pio is also fueled by strong Cuban coffee, which Zamora denied. We don't want to annoy anybody. I used to live on a farm in Nicaragua, so when I hear him singing, it doesn't bother me. Zamora goes around at the back of his duplex, where Pio is perched on a chair. Pio's red comb and waddles shake as he jerks his head around like a robot and stares at his visitors. He like any animal. You take care of him. You see him grow. You get you to him. You get attached to him. He very intelligent. I don't know why Mr. Zamora is like Mushmouth, but he is. <laughs> I was about to say. And then protecting in home the same way any human being would. He the winning that guy. As if on cue, Pio, whose full name is Rafael, belts out, It's like hearing a horn go off in your ear. <laughs> Lozano and her neighbors want Pio to move away. They say Zamora and his fellow tenants have been uncommunicative and inconsiderate. Under Miami-Dade County law, roosters are in fact livestock, and livestock are not allowed to be kept in residential neighborhoods. Pio is also breaking noise laws. Lozano contacted the county's animal services department through its 311 mobile app. But when officers came out, they could not find the rooster. They closed the case. <laughs> Leads. <laughs> he's working in shifts. The gun is working in shifts. When Lozano I, love the, I love that they come out, they don't see the rooster. They're like, well, close the case. I guess this one's done. It's another clearance for the department. <laughs> Pack that one up, boys. When Lozano, here's your favorite. When Lozano posted her complaints on the Next Door website, oh, yes. she was subjected to what she calls rooster shaming. Oh, God. The ensuing dialogue highlighted the ongoing conflict in Miami and throughout the country where homeowners have become enamored of chickens and their delicious fresh eggs. 
between people who keep fowl in their yards and people who don't want farm animals clucking and oinking in their neighborhood, you understand. Lozano inspired supporters, among them a man who argued that just because one may want to keep a hippopotamus in his yard doesn't mean it's legal. <laughs> what a fair point. But she was also pummeled by the ire of those who feel all living creatures have the right to coexist with the humans who invaded their habitat. You see, the rooster also has a wagon that has a coexist bumper sticker on the back of it, oddly enough. One poster wrote, Such a pity that I have to live in a world like this where the animals were here first. Another proof that people are the most selfish. If you don't like animals... Move to Mars! <laughs> Lozano. <So> reasonable <laughs> <laughs> suggestion. Lozano and her camp responded If you love him, buy a zoo or a farm. Another poster countered that being awakened by a rooster is, quote, a privilege and perhaps even a blessing. Sure. Citing the horrific 1986 nuclear accident in the Soviet Union <laughs> and how it deprived children Chernobyl? of the sight and sound of real birds. By the way, this sounds exactly like Next Door. Like, this is exactly the kind of shit that goes on I, on Next Door. I thought that you would love it. Yeah. It cited the 1986 nuclear accident in which it, how it deprived children of the sight and sound of real birds. <laughs> Which we need to go further investigate. Were there pumping fake bird yeah. noises into the town? Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. No Three nuclear dogs. meltdown. No nuclear meltdown. Real birds. Real birds here. Chernobyl? This is where Lozano's nerves, already frayed by constant cockadoodling, almost snapped. She invited anyone who prefers Green Acres-style living in the city to come and get the rooster. I'm serious. You want to listen to him and drive your neighbor crazy? You be my guest. <laughs> Save the planet and especially my sanity. Bring a cage. A leash. Breadcrumbs. He's all yours. There's millions of starving children in Africa. Isn't it selfish to keep him as a pet when those poor kids, they never see the fried drumstick or buffalo wing. Also, anyone with plans to make chicken noodle soup or grilled chicken this weekend, contact me. Lozano was accused of being cold-hearted. <laughs> Another neighbor reported that her boyfriend was attacked a second time by the rooster when walking his dog. Another suggested a recipe for cock au vin. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to know. Then, <laughs> no, no, no. Then the thread turned testy. <laughs> <laughs> Only then. As neighbors criticized one another for being uncivil and suggested banning the authors of the offending posts. <laughs> this devolved into a debate about baseless tattling on posters <laughs> who have opinions that differ from your own. So now we're three steps down the ladder of what the issue is. Right. Next Can we door, move right? This? Yeah, next door. Exactly. Right? But here's the real question. Maybe Pio really is a demonic rooster. I'm not against animals, but I am for the people. 
My grandmother had a farm with a rooster and a chicken, a duck, a sheep. I don't hate the animals, but we have laws. Nobody will want me to have a horse running around in my yard. It's also dangerous for the rooster. Anyone think of this? It would be awful to see him run over by a car. He'd be happier on a farm or in the chicken noodle dish of which I mentioned earlier. <laughs> when errant fowl get out of control, the city of Miami deploys its quote-unquote chicken busters squad in certain neighborhoods. Yes. More than 15,000 stray chickens have been caught and sold to farms. I just collected some roosters and chickens in Miami Lakes, said Jeff Wood, the owner and chief trapper of Miami's Animal Removal Center. Little Havana and Little Haiti. Hell, they have tons of chickens. Go figure. It's common throughout the metro area. We catch them in Pinecrest, Coral Gables, Miami Beach, Opelika, Doral. I mean, it comes down to what neighbors are willing to tolerate. Spared the knife. What does the future hold for Payo? People have hen houses and eat unfertilized eggs all the time, but you really don't want a rooster. He has to be a dominant male. He'll never stop crowing. The loud bird gets all the girls. <laughs> oh, Pio. Sounds like he should have been sacrificed anyway. Dude, he was black, too. Like, I saw a picture of him. Yeah. The motherfucker looked like he was somebody. <laughs> so, well, speaking of next door, I've got a funny next door story where there's a lady in the neighborhood <clears throat> that Megan knows who does uh, the time lights went out. Um, sure they did. <laughs> sure. It's, it's Pio. It's tapping on the windows <clears throat> right now. Um, she does animal rescue and she, there was a, I don't know, there was like a dead cat in the street or something like that. Gross. She saw a dead cat and was like, and made a post about it and said, hey, there's a, a black and white cat dead in the street, doesn't have a microchip, um, you know, didn't, didn't have a collar on or anything like that. If you're missing a cat, uh, I just want to let you know this, you know, it could be yours or whatever. Just this, just a simple post saying, hey, saw a dead cat, could be yours. Um, and it immediately devolved into this one guy who was like, well, how the hell do you know he doesn't have a microchip? The only way you could know he doesn't have a microchip is if you cut that damn cat open in the middle of the street and looked. And they're just going on like, clearly you're out there cutting cats open and looking for microchips. And she she used to work at a, at a right. at the city and has a scanner. She has a microchip scanner, which you can get for like 20 bucks off of Amazon. Are you, in fact, the cat murderer <laughs> of whom you speak? Like, immediately, this guy jumps to, He well, who well, smelt it, dealt it. Yeah, well, clearly, she's out there cutting open cats. And Call she's a menace on, on the uh, society. City authorities. Put it out there herself. Need to know of your <laughs> cat murder. And people are like, maybe she has a scanner. And he's like, no, no, it's got to go. Those cost a couple hundred dollars. There's no way she's got a scanner. And he's like, I, I do, in fact, have a scanner, and he doesn't have a microchip. But thanks for your input, pal. I, the way that people jump to conclusions on that site is absurd. Early, remember you being like, have you heard of this next door app? <laughs> Which that just made me think if you Google Matt Stoker smushed. You're like the fourth thing that comes up in Google. 
Am I? Why? Why am I the fourth thing that comes up? Because in the questioning the answers episode in the show notes, I clearly state that Matt Stoker smushed a gopher with his car. <laughs> well, yeah. Anybody who's searching for Matt Stoker smushed. That's a great review title, by the way. Matt Stoker smushed a gopher with yeah, his car. Yeah, go ahead and uh, send us that one. Uh, leave us a five-star review. Say Matt Stoker smushed. Are you more. looking up next door shenanigans? I was looking at uh, there. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing this one. Um, here's a lady that posted a diatribe about leaf blowers. Why are leaf blowers so annoying? Her this name, this woman's name is Nancy. She's what a, is the deal with leaf blowers? The sounds of leaf blowers flood the peaceful day in the neighborhood. The noise causes my cockatoo to start honking. I've always disliked the sound and dust they blow up. The America Lung Association, America Lung Association, recommends staying away from them completely. And then we'll post a link. Why do people find leaf blowers so irritating? Each week, there are about five different companies that come out, and they all love their blowers. The sound is so annoying, I have to go inside and turn up the TV or something so I don't have to hear it. The Center for Hearing and Communication says if you're strolling on a sidewalk and a car drives by, the noise registers at about 70 decibels. A leaf blower, even at 50 feet away, can be up to 75 decibels, and that can wreak havoc on your hearing. Not to mention the pollution caused by two-stroke gas engines. Sure, they can be useful. I think the things need to be banned. Silly tool is so very annoying. Leaf, you posted this giant post about leaf blowers. 28 replies on this thing. Do you understand <laughs> what would happen if I lived in that neighborhood <laughs> and I saw that post after the kind of day I have? Yeah. Stay inside, cover your cockatoo, and be glad you don't live in apartments. Dude, it's it's crazy. I swear to God, Linda, I'm coming over today. I'll give you something that'll take your mind off the lawn blower, honey. What? <laughs> Matt, you shouldn't say stuff like that. That's not necessary. So, two teenage males in a black RAV4 with tinted windows and fake paper plates pulled up. This is suspicious activity at White Rock Lake. Mm-mm. Fake paper plates. Person one had hair, black shaggy, and a red shirt as a top. I mean, really? The f- what was that? Is there somebody on the stairwell there? What was that? Dude, I'm asking you because the last time I was in there here. There was somebody on the stairwell. They, they like dropped something all the way down. <laughs> like seriously, half a flight of stairs they dropped like I this. Think, I think all of the immigrant workers who are in this building after hours came down here when they heard what's her name yelling about the rooster. Listen to this. This this person called the police on this. You ready? These two teenage males in a black RAV4 with fake paper plates. Could have been a new car, but no, they're fake plates. Uh, rolled their window down and stopped in front of our cars. We ran for cover. Behind the vehicles, they sped off and circled back around in the top parking lot. We were in our cars by that point. They paused at the stop sign, looked at us, and sped off towards the neighborhood. Everyone is safe and nothing actually happened. 
but we did call police. And just so you know, there is a Mexican on a bicycle. My name is Javier. I live down the street. <laughs> it's crazy. Let me tell you a spooky story real quick. Lest anyone think that we've just fallen back into the cozy confines of reading silly news stories, the next door app. We have lost our edge. Perhaps playing a funny radio bit that you did a long time ago. And uh, right, which that oddly enough is the scariest thing we've played in quite some time. Lest anyone think that we ain't doing what we had said we was going to be doing. And this has been on the DL, but um, your boy, been down in New Orleans a few times mm-hmm. recently. I was down there, Jazz Fest, CNT, throw it. Done what now I'm calling the, the New Orleans Haunted Hotel Crawl. Mm-hmm. Of which I will have a full report. But basically, I think one of these places in particular has kind of become my new Galvez. And uh, it's a place called the St. Pierre. And it's technically the oldest joint down there. <clears throat> it's right in the back corner of the quarter bumps right up to Treme. Marie Laveau's house is right at the end of the street. Mm-hmm. And it's a collection of buildings that have actually all been picked up and moved there. There's a lot of story to it, right? But I'll just say, this is one of the most crazy, one of those things where you hear that this is the story of this place and you walk into it and it plays exactly like you read Mm. before you came down there, before you talked to anybody, before you corroborated any evidence. Two different things. This one building in particular has three rooms upstairs and three rooms downstairs. It's like an old school carriage house, right? But it's next to a lagoon style pool. And then there's another building there and there's another building there. It's beautiful. I'll give you a little tidbit of information. The reason that New Orleans is the way that it is in terms of the fact like they don't have front yards, right? The French taxed people by the size of their front yard. So that's why every single one of the buildings are directly on the road. There are no front yards. And they all have interior courtyards. So it's the middle of the afternoon. It's weird when this kind of stuff starts to happen because it just, it's like you just slide into it, right? It just, nobody's about to tell you like, oh, guess what? Some haunted shit's about to happen to you yeah. or some weird stuff. It just happens. You know, it's like all you can do is like you put yourself in the position. But this is the middle of the afternoon. Not expecting this at all. I'm laying on the bed, just taking a little bit of a break. And I hear a door slam above me. And laughter. Like a floor above you? Right. Yeah. And the chandelier above the bed starts to rock. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's weird. And then I realized there's no floor above me. This is a two-story carriage house. Mm. I, the only person up here. That there wouldn't be anybody above me. But yeah. it was like, <laughs> and I remember reading, you know, a lot of guests over here report people being next door, interviewed and talked to people who worked at the hotel, and have got some really kick-ass stuff coming. They're gonna do one of those like Galveston one-offs. So that caused me to iPhone out. Right, of course, want to thank David because. He pulled this. This is also, it's repeated, and I'll just be interested. You didn't listen to any of these? No. Okay. I just loaded them. All right, roll that one. Is there somebody up here? 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 Okay, so first explain to me what part of that was. Obviously, is there somebody up here? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like a... And then the rest of that was... Yeah, just anomaly stuff. So, like, part of it sounds like a breath... Or yeah. like an inhale, like like an inhale mm-hmm. exhale type of thing, mm-hmm. and then maybe a no or something like that. Like, do, that last part does sound like a no, no, yeah, <laughs> like really fast kind of a way. Play it just one more time now. That's yeah. just... is there somebody up here? <laughs> like they can. So almost... what's crazy is, um, I could see that. Oh, you you saw you saw it on the I on could, the wave. I could see that there was something afterwards, but you weren't hearing it. You weren't hearing anything. No, 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 no. You were seeing, but you wasn't hearing. Right. Okay. So, the main thing about this place that you read is again, we're talking like 1777. Okay. Mm-hmm. Going back that deep, and there's a few stories things that kind of manifest themselves yeah so all i can say is that um it's maybe eleven thirty. i actually wasn't feeling that well which is weird and laid down just kind of settled down for a long summer's nap kind of thing and this positioning of this room is on the corner and so there's a staircase that comes directly up in front of my room and then there's a wooden balcony right Mm -hmm. long and the staircase is like 16 17 steps and I heard and here's the difference dude it's one of those things again where it's like the moment I knew it wasn't normal yeah had walked up those stairs, down those stairs several times, been sitting in a chair right there in front of my room when someone walked up those stairs and walked right past me. So at 11.30... 11.30 a.m. or p.m.? P.m. Okay. Is I'm just kind of calm when I hear... 
I jerked up and there's a window on the door that's got a little bit of a drape in front of it. There's light out there. So mm-hmm. if you are at my door, I can see you, right? I see your silhouette. If I go outside and just walk by the room, can see you. If you're walking from downstairs, you're taking several steps, right? Yeah. There's a lot, you know, and then this old-ass rickety building. Like, you can't do shit out there on that patio. That's somebody hearing you. Right. I was dumbfounded. I was, oh, my gosh. Just heard it. And had read that that was the most commonly reported thing. Footsteps? Right. About an hour and a half later. Again. Heavy. Right? Like heavy booted footsteps that almost sounded as if they started halfway down this time it went this way. Like it just started halfway down the down the balcony uh-huh. and then walked in front of my door but didn't even get on the steps. Uh, I'm talking like five or six paces is what I heard. Yeah. Again, and I was like, dude. I'm talking loud, man. So I finally was like, fuck it. I took my iPhone, set the recorder on it, and I just sat the phone over there. About an hour and a half later, this is what the phone had captured. This is the footsteps? Yeah. That's that's clear as day. And gone. Okay, hold on. Dude, it almost sounds like it takes two steps on the steps and then takes like six paces down or however many and then goes away. So that's what I was wondering about. Those first two, they almost sound barefoot to me, but maybe it's just the where they were coming from or something. I, that's the only thing I could think of, but... That sounds like barefoot on a hardwood floor. That's weird. I never even thought about that. Did you tell those? Okay, play it again then. Dude, that's weird too. There's no, absolutely no sound anywhere near this thing. Yeah. There's nobody outside. There's nobody in the rooms. The next two rooms down. That sounds like it's in the fucking room with you. Like that's loud as shit. Dude, that is... Phone. The room's really small. Yeah. This room, really nice. Antique furniture, really cool. Such an amazing fucking hotel. Play it again. That's so weird that... I don't know what that is. That's not you? No. Like breathing or something? No. Like... Yeah, like the the tone of it distinctly changes because it sounds like I mean that's the only way I can explain it because we have hardwood floors at the house so when I'm walking around barefooted right like that's what that sounds like and then immediately it sounds like you put on a boot dude I'm talking about I hear it and I'm up looking at the window like let it be let some motherfucker walk by there because at this point I am (laughs) I'm not like it's not scary it's one of those kinds of things where it's just amazing 
It's yeah. amazing, again, to be told. This is what happens. Here's a, it's almost as if, don't give me, like the Galvez loaded, right? But it's almost as if when I was spent the night in the girl's room, uh-huh. you know, and we're doing the live Facebook feed, mm-hmm. as if, like, I say, is anybody here? She's like, the Galveston Ghost Bride. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, it was that, like, that's what you're expect. That's what I read verbatim about that place. They don't know Spanish era, Civil War era soldier man uh-huh. seen up there and then uh a carriage guy i want to say dude and do you see how it like it fades yeah yeah it walks past and fades it, it's in and i'm staring at the window like Please. so what's weird uh, about that to me and, you're right and it does sound like two different <laughs> it does <laughs> it does and I, I don't know if it's just like the i don't it, it does sound very distinctly different but later on like that last part what really weirds me out about that is you're not just hearing the you're not just hearing something striking. You're hearing, like, the floorboards creak underneath oh, the weight, weight of something. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're walking on a, on a, a creaky floor or a, a porch or something. Yeah. There, right there, yeah. yeah that, can you- yeah, that little, that little subtle creak w- with boards rubbing together or whatever it is that you get in... On a balcony. I mean, that, that that's what it sounds like. You're walking across a balcony with, with creaky floors and, you know, not the most stable underpinning or something like that. And boards just moving back and forth. So there's not just... It's not just the sound. It's like there's a physical presence there that's being represented. Yeah. That's wild. Right? So You got more audio from this place, you said? Yeah. I've got lots. I met a witch... And the most clandestine, you know, there are places in New Orleans, the Hex Voodoo Shop. Yeah. You know, they've got people reading cards. You see them in there and they got all your trinkets, right? And there's girls coming out of there that right. have a few hurricanes in them that are like, oh my God, my Tony's the one for me. Right. They, they get a skull bracelet and they, and they're on their way. The Marie Laveau. Right. Voodoo shop that's on Bourbon Street or whatever. But you know how I like to do it anyway. You can Google that shit and find it. I'm talking about creaky little wooden sign that just says bookstore that's hanging like by a thread. Uh Uh-huh. That when you look at it, it says no pictures inside. And it's the smallest room and it smells earthy. Yeah. The people that are in there are relatives of the pirate Lafitte. Mm-hmm. Yet it takes you 20 minutes to get anyone in there to talk to you. And it kind of comes out of nowhere the way that a lot of this stuff does. The only difference between the stuff that we have done and what I feel like we're about to do is that we know what the fuck we're doing now. So I'm excited to share some stuff. You know, you and I have discussed a lot of stuff off the air and um so anyway that's just a taste i'm not sure 
how I want to tell that story fully, but I know yeah. I, I kind of have an idea, and so be looking for that. The footsteps of the Saint Pierre. Dude. That's wild, man. That's that's some crazy shit. I love to hear. I, I'm eager to hear what else you have. Right. I didn't even. From that that's place. the most amazing thing is I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't care about anything else. Yeah. Once I got those steps, because I was just. I mean, when it happens twice in a row, I was like, that I'm not allowing this. Did the whole thing where I'm yeah. rolling and have the phone plugged in so don't die on me kind of thing. Yeah. Just fuck it, let it roll. This kick ass. You and I were discussing real quick mm-hmm. the, the t-shirts and everything. People be loving them. Yes. Before I let Matt do his uh, go down the list and tell everybody all the stuffs, while I love gray t-shirts... If you are getting a T-shirt or something, there, um, <clears throat> if, especially if you're on your phone, click on the image, and it's the same way that you would get. So I guess, man, people must know because it says the size. Isn't the size and the color thing they're right next to each other? Maybe I'm just maybe uh, people just dig the gray. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, maybe they do. I mean, the one thing I'll point out if you go to shop.oktalkshow.com. Some people may not realize some of the... Because I didn't at first, but you can choose... You get a couple of drop-down menus at the start, which just says department. So if you, you can choose men's t-shirts, women's t-shirts, or a variety of other items that can come with a logo on it. But if you choose a t-shirt, then next to that, you can choose the quality of shirt you have. So there's lower quality, higher quality, something that'll... You know, and that's just... it's That's like with any t-shirt. You have some that'll you know, last longer than others or they'll be more comfortable than others. So if you, you know, feel free to go for the higher quality stuff if you want to or different styles, sweatshirts, hoodies, uh, tank tops, baseball jersey type shirts and things like that. But then, yeah, below that, right, you know, in between that and the and the sizing that you pick, you can choose between different colors. And so different shirts actually have different types of color. I think you can choose from like some black colors there anyway the and each, I, won't, I, won't, I just want everyone to know yeah. too i've heard the like the baseball jersey got the rave which is not really a baseball jersey it's just the jersey shirt where it's right. the sleeves are different yeah. color than the shirt it's like the it's like a three-quarter sleeve with that is pretty boss yeah with like black sleeves and a there's boys shirt. girls ladies mm-hmm. toddlers which you can also custom, yeah, you can also customize that too. Oh, that's a kind of a yeah. Dope look. I, I really like that too. Um, so hey, and yeah. also, man, I just want want everyone to know that has ordered and everything. Thank you so much. It seems like there's people I don't even legitimately I don't know that have ordered stuff. People you're seeing them around town and up mm-hmm. in here at work, which I'd flip my lid. Um, Dude, it was it was it really did blow my mind the first time somebody walked in. I had no idea that they had ordered a shirt. They didn't tell me or anything of like that, which was That's which crazy. was cool. They just ordered it because I had plugged it on Facebook or whatever, and I sent the link to some folks around here who I knew listened to the show, and uh, I I said, hey, we, you know, we got stuff out now. People had asked about caps. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been told that that's coming. You also need to understand that these aren't, this isn't like we ordered a bunch of shirts and we're mailing them to you. This is through this website. Yeah. Um, it's easy, number one. And yeah, you end up paying a couple of dollars more if than you would if you saw us somewhere. But for right now, that's what we got. Again, uh, I can't thank Daniel Tolhurst enough for the logo. 
It's so cool. I mean, we like both of our logos. The other thing is I've tried to have the OG logo up several times. It just, it's the script. It's, I've got to do it from a different computer than mm-hmm. that one up there at the studio. Cause I really like that one. You I do know, too. If you want to go low key, like there's a actual review where someone says, I enjoy the fact that, you know, your logo doesn't have a giant Sasquatch masturbating over <laughs> someone so that I can listen to it yeah. in peace on the subway. Yeah. Daniel's information is on our threadless page. And then, um, if you know someone or if you yourself are interested in having let's face it like the dopest logo in the game dan's amazing and yeah. um and also it's heart of gold and i can't thank him enough and all you guys and you know who the fuck you are that have been there and the words of encouragement i know we're slow on some of that stuff todd it's coming baby don't worry <laughs> don't worry man thank you to everyone yeah. to everyone who has contributed thank you thank you supporting sponsors tell friends write reviews whatever you can do we really appreciate it and we love you and we want to get this thing we we're talking off the air we want to do this thing more and this is what both of us love to do more than anything else so mm-hmm. we uh we feel you just as much as you feel us thank you for being patient while we both made career changes jesus man <laughs> think about where we were yeah three years ago yeah and um just think about where you were three years ago you yourself you know all that shit happens to us too ours is just more spectacular i'm just kidding sort of <laughs> not really okay talk com. yeah i'm looking for somebody to help me on a lot of fronts and all i could say that's the reason that we have what we have is because I mentioned it. I'm not afraid to ask. Like we got loyalty up in the ranks. I can't promise a lot right now, but like somebody would do minimal amounts of work. <laughs> we can make it worth your while. And things are going well. They're going to be better. Big, big stuffs. Yeah, I'll hit the plugs real quick before we go. And I, I want to point out that even though we are plugging shop.oktalkshow.com and we think that these shirts are badass i love seeing them Uh, i love hearing people say they they get them if you don't some of the biggest stuff that you can help us with is absolutely free you can leave us a rating and review if you haven't done so already and you can share it with somebody else we are ok talk show on facebook and twitter we are ok talk podcast on instagram and also ok talk podcast at gmail.com if you want to drop us a line, oktalkshow.com or shop.oktalkshow.com. That gets you uh, all of our cool wares. And um, yeah. Maybe we should ask other people what the fuck this show is about rather than me and you. <laughs> yeah, what do you think the show's about? Let us know. <laughs> send, me, send, send me a message. Yeah. Tattoo, tattoo it on your ass and then take a picture. Yeah. If you did order a shirt, take a picture of that and send it to us. Seeing people wear that stuff is awesome. And anybody I run across that has one, I'm going to snap a picture of them and, and be like, this, I want to share that. I'm blown away by the fact that we can do something like we did with the time to pretend episode. Mm-hmm. And the response that we got from that may be stronger than anything else we've ever done. And then at the same time, there's this deluge of. 
<laughs> reviews on iTunes because of the radio wookery. I'm truly, uh, that's maybe more shocking, is that listening to us play like deep inside baseball cuts from our time in radio or local radio stations or something like that. I, I was re- I was really shocked at, that people were even, even gave a shit about what, what that was about. Dude. But I mean, you can't deny it. Like that's it we're sitting around having fun. And I just want to. I just want you to know, like Pat G. I know for a fact, like this shit is his ringtone right now. <laughs> I should tell everyone too, just real quick, the dude that um the. D- <laughs> The dude, the dude with whom Radio Magic was created in the form of the the Terry Shavo audio. Uh-huh. I was telling Matt earlier today that that guy reached out to that dude today for something completely altogether different, obviously. And I will bring forth to you the reunion of that audio <laughs> when I am able to... Say, hey man, remember when you're kind of a big deal and, and we were we weren't and remember <laughs> but this when happened. this happened? I can't fucking oh, God, wait you have to get that on tape. Oh yeah. Oh him, no. him reacting to that. Question. That's, That's why I didn't say, Hey, by the way, yeah. and send it to him. I can't wait for that. Just in case anybody was wondering. Team push a T all the motherfucking <laughs> way, baby. Uh Yeezy! Now that the tears dry and the pain takes over, let's talk this payola, payola. You killed God's baby when it wasn't his will and blood spill. We can't talk this shit over, this shit over. The Lord is my shepherd, I am not sheep. I am just a short stone's throw from the streets. I bring my offering, I will not preach. Awaken my demons, you can hear that man screaming. I'm no different than the priest, priest. Santeria, 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 Santeria. They say that death comes in threes, how appropriate, appropriate. Triple brack the Russian like Soviets. Soviets At the Kremlin, searching for the green like a gremlin Presidential emblem, presidential tint on the shit that I am driven in Woo. I just place orders and drop dollars Rottweilers roam the grounds, the Glock hollers The three of y'all too accessible Seen all the wrong moves, watching the untouchables We don't do vegetables, niggas get flatlined Welcome all beef, then we heat them with flat irons Your players are back fine Think of double crossing the priest Hail Mary, repeat after me Santeria Los Angeles is Es el fuego que yo conozco, es el fuego que yo ya te va en la mañana, mañana. Los ángeles esperará, es el fuego que yo conozco, es el fuego que yo. 
of all the things I've ever paid for. Know that it's no price tag when I wage war. It's no more to pray for. Niggas get prayed on. Dark in my doorstep. They told me the day's gone. You listening, Davon? As I'm talking to your spirit, for God's sakes, I'm dealing with heartbreak. Checking my ego. I'm living with lost faith. I'm back in this hit, nigga. You ever seen Shark Tank? I paid them in small bills. All of them small face. I bet when we draw blood, you niggas will draw blank. Dress you in all black. Partner with all saints. I'm numbers and all facts. My shooters give all thanks and all praise. No jail bars can save. Leave you like Malcolm where X marks your grave. Hey, it's probably better this way. It's cheaper when the chaplain prays. Santeria. Ya te va en la mañana. Los ángeles Es el fuego que yo conozco. Es el fuego que yo. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.